0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fitness Candor Podcast. I am joined today with Owen Dockham, his company called Live Oak Strength and Nutrition, based out of Emeryville, California. Owen, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, my pleasure. Good to be here.
0: Tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and about why Oak and who you help.
1: yeah, um well, I opened Live Oak in September last year, two thousand sixteen. Um, I was training for about a year in high-intensity principles in San Francisco at the SISTO Strength Training um, in San Francisco, and um, just this type of training really caught on quickly with my clientele. Um, but I live in the East Bay, across the Bay Bridge from San Francisco, so all the people showing interest uh, were not willing to drive over the Bay Bridge, and if you're familiar with Bay Area. It's just the population has gone so up up so quickly that uh, a trip across the bridge is, can can take an hour now. So traveling an hour for an efficient twenty minute workout kind of defeats the point. So I opened up my own place in Emeryville, and uh, within two weeks I was fully booked for um, for my own practice, which is really exciting. I I, I love the safety and the effectiveness of what I do, and these workouts really get people results that, um, you know, in a quick amount of time. So, and the, the people I, I work with mostly, I mean, all over the spectrum. I've, I have two um, teenage girls I train. They're 15, and uh and then I also train a couple in their 80s, one 86 and 87, so, and everyone in between, really. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: because because the style of training that you do, and you kind of hit on it, um, high-intensity training, a lot of people get that confused with uh, another style of training, like it, you know, they'll think of CrossFit, or they'll think of like high-intensity inter- interval training, but it's not that at all, right? What's right. you know, more in-depth about how you got into high-intensity training?
1: Yeah, <laughs> the conversation I have a lot is differentiating between... Uh, the extra I in high-intensity interval training that we hear so much about, but this is high-intensity training, a very evidence-based approach to training, um, found on the principles of you know Arthur Jones and super slow of Ken Hutchins, and um, it's a very low impact on the joints, slow motion, high amount of resistance, so um, it's very good for um, anyone with not specific performance goals but looking to gain all the healthy benefits from exercise and with a very low risk of injury and it's it's very much i'm as I progressed training in this methodology, the mental aspects of it have become more interesting to me and right. studying because it's so counter uh, intuitive it it really triggers you know the fight or flight mechanism what we what we do for those of your listeners which i'm, I'm not sure everyone here's probably familiar with high intensity training but what we do is we push the body in each exercise to momentary muscle fatigue or failure and right. uh you know we try to really really quality over quantity i'm not counting reps i use a stopwatch time under load is t- um so I calculate that every time. And I'm really looking for exceptional form within each exercise and to a point where the weight stack does not move anymore at the end. And the client is breathing safely throughout this, this experience and keeping good form. And it's very hard to do that because it just hurts. It just is so uncomfortable. And it really triggers that fight or flight mechanism and you know what we we want to run away from it. So you either clients either want to try to speed up, um, jerk it, break good form, or quit. And so uh that is the really interesting part to me. uh, I'm I joke it's gonna be the title of my book someday, is the last (laughs) (laughs) ten seconds. The last ten seconds, and that's really what people come to Live Oak for is the last ten seconds. Because all the other reps up to that point are a warm up and the harder they push the intensity of their own effort at that moment is going to send a stronger message to the body that their environment is asking them to to perform something they're not currently capable of essentially they are in danger they are being chased by a polar bear whatever it is Um, right and if they are lucky enough to survive, they better damn well adapt by putting on more muscle, getting stronger. So in case it happens again in the future, you know, they're able to survive. And it will happen again in the future, once a week, every every week, 20 minutes, you know. And then when they come back, I expose them to a greater demand. Maybe it's one more pound, right? Just a small incremental uh increase in resistance. So then the body continually is being asked to adapt and grow stronger
0: well talk a little bit more about the mental aspect because i think that's really important when you're dealing with such an intense workout because you yeah even, even if you tell yourself well i only i only have one minute on this exercise that doesn't always get you through because as soon as you start you know you're halfway through and you're thinking holy cow i just want to stop right now let's go to the next exercise what are some of the yeah. coaching cues and how do you help them mentally prepare for that kind of uh, intense workout
1: yeah, well, first, so I supply them a really ideal exercise environment that's going to allow them to be comfortable and calm. I have really cool, calming, color, like, a color scheme in my office. There's no mirrors. There's no music. It's, you know, it's 62 degrees. So all these factors, you know, were studied thoroughly by some of the pioneers of this to, you know, what what can we – Provide to give our clients the best chance of working intensely enough to um, trigger a stimulus to go stronger. So that alone, I have to provide a really calm, cool, welcoming environment. Secondly, my coaching very you know very opposite boot camp. There, you know we don't we don't really provide uh, the go 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 you got this just one more type of coaching. It's really um body language in i i think the reason that we've grown so quickly is my trainer i have five other trainers oh was five total of us i guess in live oak we all are very aware of our body language and how we speak to the client when they're in an exercise so it's very calm sometimes i i'm almost I breathe very deeply and exhale slowly to kind of mimic what I want them to do. And, you know, I've got a lot of cheesy metaphors that I come up with while I train. <laughs> sure. um, you know, I, I take and I learn from all my mentors and some of the greats. you know, I really look up to Drew Bay and John Little, Doug McGuff, um, uh Blair Wilson at MedEx precision fitness up in Canada. I really like their style. We we use the same equipment as they do the MedEx. Oh, yeah. So um, I, you know, I've just adapted. I know that's a very non-direct answer, but the approach and what I say, I'm very aware of how I say it more than what it is I say and when I say it, you know, and am I just talking or coaching to fill awkward, negative, you know, empty space? or is what i'm saying actually going to make a difference in their behavior right then in that moment and allow them to get a better workout. So,
0: that's um, huge. That's huge. And you mentioned uh, that kind of goes right along and i automatically think of uh, Doug McGuff because he stresses, you know, relaxing your face, the style of breathing, um so all those kind of coaching cues are very important. Yeah. Do you stress do you stress, you know, that kind of Relaxing, you see somebody really bear down and try to grit through something. Are you yeah. really stressing that? Relaxing your face, kind of feeling, feeling what's happening, going through that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, my, I mean, my number one. So when I'm doing an intake session with a new client, I I'm just totally honest. I'm like my number one cue to the majority of my existing clientele is to breathe. People love to hold their breath when things get hard. We do it naturally if you think like power lifters when they get, you heaving it up or even when you're just moving a couch across the floor with a buddy, you know, you pick it up, yep. whoop, you notice that Valsalva Sink we call you, hold that. So my number one cue in coaching is breathe, breathe, remain stoic. I even have the Daily Stoic, that book of um, daily meditations on my desk at Live Oak. It's part of the protocol to remain and I got that from Doug McGuff really just watching how he works out you know if you just cut you know cropped the screen on Doug McGuff's face when he's working out you would think change. maybe yeah it doesn't change you'd think maybe he's in change. Shavasana and a yoga pose just lying there on the floor that's, that's really that's a high goal you know for people to to reach because it's really yeah. easy to grit, grit your teeth squint the eyes and um you know safety's Really, number one. So those things may not hurt them right away, but it's it's the small things that add up over time, right? So if that becomes a bad Definitely. habit, um, they are on a path towards a less efficient, effective, or safe workout. So um, breathing, yeah, number one.
0: Completely and, agree because you start to you start to really when you when a person like you go back to the you maneuver like you said, well that affects everything on down. If you do like a seated chest press, if you see somebody drop their head. So the neck yep. becomes compromised. They close their eyes so they're not getting like any kind of like neuropathic, which you know, it gets as scientific as you want to get with it. But it trans- it transitions all the way down their body. All of a sudden, their hips start to move a little bit because their neck's down. They're not noticing what's going on. And it, it becomes yeah. about, let's just get through this instead of focusing on what is actually taking place. So that's really important, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have... Um you know, one of my cheesy metaphors is like, okay, all these medics machines are, let's, let's picture them they're all dart boards, and each one has a different, um, bullseye. You know, this, the, the hamstring curl is, the hamstring is the bullseye, right? You know, it's easy to recruit the glutes and the low back in that, and, it, you know, if they're moving slow, they may, you know, they're, they're gonna remain safe, but they're not hitting the bullseye. The same on like the chest press, right? We're trying to hit the pecs, the interior delts, and a little bit of the triceps. So if they're wiggling around and tensing their, their abdominal structure and then their glutes start to squeeze, then it just becomes a less and less efficient um, machine. And they're, you know, they might hit the bullseye, but less
0: um, yeah. often.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah,
0: they're, it's, just as, simple, it's just as simple as, you know, if you're going back to – I just focus on chest press machine because it's so simple. When people drive their feet into the ground and they push their back yeah. into the mat, and then you you engage your your legs, and so you yeah. get all those different signals going on. And the direct exercise is is no longer on your chest and triceps and uh, the shoulder area where it should be. It's you know, or people, or people tend to over grip a lot too, instead yeah. of using like a, a firm but steady and um, open palm. So yeah, a lot open of those palm
1: grip for sure.
0: Right, definitely, relax, like over
1: gripping no. and what, the that? death grip. <laughs> we call it, yeah. Right.
0: So relax <laughs> that death grip. You're you're not gonna fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna fall. You can kind of loosen up a little bit. It's not a cliff. Yeah, but, that, exactly. but that's what it feels like. That's that's what it, that's the the intensity of it. that's what it exerts out of people, right? I mean, it's even what the current trend in fitness is. You know, the uh, that. I think there's between the difference of what you're doing, what everybody else might be doing um, in a training studio. And I can't speak for everybody because everybody's training styles are different, but it's almost yeah. like you got to have that loud something music in the background and it has to be so intense. There's got to be someone in your face and screaming. And first of all, that's kind of how people see personal trainers in general, which is a bummer. because yeah. so I think that takes away from number one, credibility, professionalism, but that also, that also takes away from the actual work that you're accomplishing and you and the value that you're giving your client. Yeah.
1: It's a real journey to fully, on a like deep intellectual level, understand the true purpose of exercise. And I still have clients I've been training 6 to 12 months, and they're doing great. But sometimes they'll throw a question at me that makes me feel like, oh, wow, like I really need to up my game as an educator still because why are they asking me um, these questions still about rep ranges for different results or, um, you know, I still need to do my cardio and all these things that I, you know, am just, I I guess, against, (laughs) for lack of a better word. or I know have little to no value in what the results they're looking for, you know, like why you don't need to do that. That's not going to help you get to your goals. So, um, yeah, understanding the difference between mechanical and metabolic work and we're really trying to create deep, deep metabolic work in the in the body as opposed to um, how many reps can you do or, right. you know, yeah, so that, well, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. To, to, it's a different paradigm
0: of thinking about it. And it's kind of a double edged sword, I think, because I like when people ask questions because I mean, hopefully that means they're really, you know, they're they're coming to you or you know one of your trainers as an expert, but at the same yeah. time they're but they're looking at these other resources that, um, let's say, like a men's health magazine that has you know twelve ways to bigger biceps. So then they get yeah. sidetracked with these other these other training methods, and maybe they've only been training for, let's just say, four weeks, and all of a sudden, you know, and they don't have, like, the same biceps as that as that professional model has. So it, it's kind of like a, that's a double-edged sword, because you're like, you, you have to buy into it, it's a process, it's taking time, and you're not, you're not a model that's going to be in that magazine. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's
1: I sure, I but sure it's don't good that look they're look coming like to you.
0: <laughs> no, I yeah. mean a, a lot of a lot of people that I think uh, in are in the fitness industry who aren't doing that style of training. They don't look like that. I mean, I, I myself yeah. am not like a big jack guy, but I consider myself fit and healthy. And uh, over the yeah. long term, I think that's what most of our clients are looking for. Um, yep. And the ones who really buy into it and they get it those are the ones that will see the best benefits but the ones that that don't buy into it and they don't understand the the benefits and the results that they will get those are the people who are going to jump around from system to system and try to do crossfit and they'll try to do orange theory and they'll try to do this and that yep. and then they wonder why nothing is actually working
1: yeah there's a great quote that um i can't remember i think i saw it on a tim ferriss newsletter podcast but it's so relevant to us that um people will quit a good program that they'll actually follow for a great program that they'll quit in three or four weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I think what we do is a great program. And I think what part of what makes it great is that we don't ask a lot of for a lot of people's time. You know, I, twice twice a week maximum, 20 minutes, twice a week. Some Most of my clients just once a week they've gotten so good at the form that they're able to push themselves at a level of intensity that requires four to five days of full recovery. So, um, and that, that's great, you know, then they can go and enjoy physical activity. You know, what will you do? You know, we preach it as it's like the foundation. I think everyone should be doing this type of slow motion resistance training to enhance all other aspects of their life. So they can go do that Pilates class or biking and swimming with greater ease, you know. But what we do is the, the foundation that actually stimulates change. So
0: Definitely, and it optimizes their life for even just picking up their kids or reaching overhead to get a box out of a shelf or something like that. That's Those are the major yeah. things, and I, I beat that over the head a lot, and I know a lot of my listeners are probably like, shut up. But it's so important <laughs> yeah. just to have a normal <laughs> daily life without any pain, without any restriction, and um, yeah. another thing I push home is the exercise. You're not get, by doing proper strength training and exercise, you will not get injured. So if you're, yeah. you know, if you're if you're reaching overhead to grab something and you feel, oh no, my shoulder hurts. I, if you're doing exercise correctly, it's not going to be that. It's not going to be from that. It's it's going to be from something else. It's, it might be, you know, sitting at a desk for 12 hours a day, where you you know you. Start to round your shoulders a lot and have that internal um, rotation built up. And it's just a it's a, a long, uh, drawn out uh, lifestyle of the improper movements. When you start strength training properly, your body starts to adapt to that right away. And it's not going to take, you know, if you've been sitting at a desk for 20 years of your life, it's not going to take uh, four weeks of training. It might take you a longer time, especially depending yeah. on how consistent you are, or what else you're doing on the outside. So there's a lot of homework to be done, too, on the trainees part but I know that if they're stepping in to train with me and I'm just talking about me because I don't want to put any pressure on you but I I assume you feel the same (laughs) way when they're working with you and they're working with me I know that they're doing the right thing in that that 30 minutes to an hour Yeah. so and and another thing maybe you find this also maybe, maybe not so much with people you've been training for a long time but people right out of the gate say well what else can I be doing when I leave here I'm like nothing, man. Like you just need to rest and enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You
0: know? It comes down to you know
1: partitioning how you think about uh, sports, physical activity, and exercise, and none, they're not none of them are the same thing to me. You know, ex- to me, exercise has to be safe. It has to, you know, I'll take it right from Body by Science definition. Really, it just it has to enhance your level of fitness and health without you know. At the detriment of increasing one, and, uh, making, I can't quite remember, you know what I mean though, you know, one, it's, it can't increase your level of health and, and make your fitness less or vice versa, because then. It's right. Can't, we're not magic, we're not miracle workers, it, you know, body is resistance to change. It, it, it's gonna take a while if you've, like you said, been sitting at a desk for 20 years. So that's, that's gonna take uh, a little while to undo the damage from the <laughs> tight hip flexors, you know. Right. That's not going away.
0: And the and to build up the mental process. I know we already touched on it a little bit, but the, to build up the mental process of saying to yourself because then once you experience that kind of workout and yeah you're like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to do this today. Let's say you trained on um Monday, you're gonna go back on Thursday, you're like, Okay, I'm I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna do this and all day long you might be in the back of your head like holy cow i hope my meeting runs over
1: <laughs> yeah i hope my <laughs>
0: i hope something pops up i have to text Ellen and be like sorry man uh charge me i can't make it in today yeah. but once you yeah. but once you develop that once you find a way to get over that and you just make it part of your lifestyle i think that's a huge benefit too making it part of your lifestyle just like any other activity a person would do yeah
1: that's why my retention rate is over 90% i think is because i didn't even you know like i i completely this year forgot that it's even a thing that people get mo- remotivated in january like new year's resolutions and like all my clients are like just like clockwork coming in through december everyone like yeah like i, I maybe had like three or four absences total in december out of 50 clients you know like they just boom like clockwork it's like and they have it same time same day every week you know we have our appointments we send out text and email reminders automatic and yeah it's like brushing teeth people come in and they do it every week it's exactly like clockwork.
0: um and the same the same thing at our training facility people ask us oh i guess you're expecting a big bump this year huh we're like no no, because the people that are here, they have a time. They come in, they do it, they leave. It's not a yeah. It's you know we're not a global gym where it's like oh gotta, gotta yeah drop the rate drop the race and get them in the door. Hopefully it's just yeah. not like that. Now granted, you know there are those people that you're going to hear from. Hey man, you know I'm looking to get back into it. Haven't talked in a while. What can we do? And that's great. It's crazy they're coming yeah. back to you because they know that they can trust you and you know you'll give them a safe and effective workout. But for the most part, we don't see that big uptick either. You know, going through the yeah. years, somebody somebody mentioned that like, Oh, you going to give me, give them away my spot? I'm like, why? Can't I do that? Why, <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? But yeah,
1: I think I think December was busier for us than it, than January. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah. You know, besides the people that for us that you know went on vacations and trips and family stuff and we didn't see like a huge downtick so um, and that speaks a lot I think to safe and effective exercise first of all and you're building relationships too you can't can't discount the relationship aspect of it that's huge in personal training absolutely Um, what else are you working on over at Live Oak um actually starting tomorrow
1: I am bringing on a massage therapist to be available in my facility um He'll be, you know, he'll be doing, he'll be available for full body massages, but it's my, uh, my hope that we get to a point where I can have him consistently, maybe a few times a month, available during my busiest hours to give 10, 15 minute post workout kind of cool down massages. So
0: oh, really yeah. get
1: people back into that parasynthetic mode before they get back in their car and, um, drive back home, you know, so. Yeah, that's something I'm pretty excited about. My girlfriend, actually, Lucy, is a trainer there too. So she, um, she's just finished the Precision Nutrition Level One, nice. and she's she's enrolled in the uh Hit Uni Master Personal Trainer course right now. So I'm kind of re. I haven't done that actual credential, but I'm I'm excited to kind of revisit and see how uh, Simon Shaw- Shawcross. Shortcross, I can never remember his name, but Simon's really done a good job um, organizing that um that certification. So I'm I'm kind of looking through that again and relearning all the advanced techniques and uh
0: Right. Refer- you know,
1: real refresher is always good. It's constant, constant education. So between that we're we're really this year we're really trying to amp up our information our blog and um come up with a really concrete nutrition protocol and coaching system to around around the um precision nutrition coaching methodology and um with our own little twist on it of course too
0: sure have you ever done cryotherapy this is just off (laughs) uh just a random question you ever have you ever done cryotherapy at all
1: i haven't no uh I, I did go to Wim Hof's, uh Iceman's event, his first one. He was on Treasure Island a couple months back, but I wasn't feeling good that day, so I didn't get in the ice bath. Oh, <laughs> but, you uh, actually
0: went to Wim Hof's actual – I wasn't even going to bring him up, but that's freaking awesome.
1: <laughs> He's pretty incredible. It was a pretty funny event, seeing a bunch of people strip down and get into these – that's
0: <laughs> even tense, man. oh my gosh well I tell you what I, I did um, had a few sessions and um, I don't know if my mo- I, don't, I don't know if my mind was in it but I, I don't know if there was something that I missed but I got out and I was just kind of angry that I spent three minutes in like negative 260 degrees <laughs> I was just frustrated yeah. the entire time like I was like I don't even I and mean, I do uncomfortable stuff but I, I just I got out and then Everybody's telling me, well, you know, the benefits come later, the benefits come later. I'm like, okay, I totally understand and recognize that and conceptualize right. that, but I really didn't get much out of that. I mean, it, that's completely, completely different than like doing anything that Wim Hof does, but, um, yeah. and I'll yeah. actually now that think about it. I think I'm going to put like a link to Wim Hof stuff up uh, in our podcast notes because yeah, people who are sure. like, who the hell is that? Need to check him yeah. out. The guy's intense but I don't know. I I just don't know why you really brought that up. I just kind of figured, you know, if maybe if you're looking for other things to do, I didn't know if you had looked into it. I, I didn't really get much out of it, and they tried to sell me a package. and I, yeah. I found it off group of Groupon. They tried to sell me a package, and I just told them, like, honestly, guys, nothing really changed for me. They're like, oh, my gosh, yeah. really? Are you kidding? I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> just, that's it. Yeah, it's
1: kind of it falls into the category for me of, you know, overly hyped up modern bad things and uh I think there's benefits like whim, you know, like yeah. doing cold showers I think and hell of a lot cheaper. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah right. It's like where where do you want to put your money? Um so for me probably, you know, I'm always weighing my options and the 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 risk or money Slash benefit ratio for me on that is just not really um, worth it. You know, if I was just rolling right. in it, you know, maybe maybe I'd do it, but <laughs> I probably want to invest in, uh, you know, better like more equipment, some um, ARX. You know, just, there's so much other stuff I could invest in that would have a higher return. Definitely. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I did. For, it. I like to try things out when my when my clients bring stuff to me and I really don't know anything about it. I was, I was like, I don't know, but uh, if it's something I'm, I, I'm truly inquisitive about, I'll go and just check it out, and that's kind of one of those things. If some people come to me, oh, you've done this, I think about trying it. Like, well, <laughs> Let me try it first, and then I'll report back to you. And so yeah. some people still go, and some people have loved it. Some people, you know, come back and say, oh what yeah. What I am I, I, what I'm excited
1: about is nearby my facility in Emeryville, and they have a portable like truck. Is the uh, scan people? They're they oh, nice. do their uh, body comp bone mineral density. Ingredients for like 45 bucks or two for 80 right. or something like that and they'll come to your office You know, I'm like oh sweet get them to park in my parking lot we can have a body comp party with like 10 or 20 clients you know so that to me oh. that, that provides valuable information for not that high of a cost you know so incorporating that that to me here's you know here's what you're made of now let's get you in for 25 sessions and then get another reading to see see how things have shifted and if they haven't a lot then well hey how are you dealing with your stress how's the water intake what are you eating with you know and then that can lead into our precision nutrition coaching program so that they can get the the most
0: out of what we offer at live oak hold on a minute so you're telling me you would rather spend money on actual scientific based research (laughs) than going to that sounds like horse shit
1: i know I know. Wait. Oh yeah, we've got this whole anti-intellectual movement in the U.S. right now. Wait. Okay. Yeah. 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 This, uh... Don't
0: don't think don't think about anything for the love of God, Owen. What kind yeah. of dogma are you trying to push?
1: Hold on. I am going to sip my chia goji berry drink here real quick. Just kidding.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Well, hey man, I think uh, I think we can wrap things up. But I, I appreciate you taking the time to share some information about what real strength training is. My pleasure. This is a lot of fun, man.
1: It's uh, it's good work, and the, and the world needs it. It's a really good journey to be on.
0: All right, Don. I appreciate, it, man. We'll talk to you later.
1: Sounds good. All right.